Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 584, for Saturday, January 4th, 2020. This is the BGG Page Views edition, a weekly look at the top 20 trending games on Board Game Geek based on page views of those games. Climbing nine spots from number 29 to number 20, The Quacks of Quedlinburg by Wolfgang Forsch, published by North Star Games with 9,743 views. That's 2,887 more than last week, a 42% increase, and is 1,900 more than last week's number 20. Well, just like Christmas week brought a downturn, the week after Christmas has brought a rebound. There are only, let's see here, four games within the top 20 that lost views. After hitting number 19 two weeks ago and stepping back to 21 last week, climbing two spots back up to number 19, Azul by Mikal Kiesling, published by Next Move Games with 10,906. 1,100 more than the Quacks of Quedlinburg and a 41% increase. Climbing one spot from number 19 to number 18, Everdell by James A. Wilson, published by Starling Games with 11,253. 347 more than Azul, a 36% increase. Uh, declining back two spots, gained a little bit last couple of weeks, now down two spots from 15 to 17. Root by Cole Weirley, published by Leader Games with 11,405. 152 more than Everdell, and a gain of 4%. Well, a gain of 4% is almost like a loss in a week like this one. Falling out of the top 10 after a run of five weeks from number 10 to number 16, Cthulhu Death May Die by Rob Davio and Eric M. Lang, published by Come On, with 11,789, 384 more than root, and a decline of 10%, the largest decline in the top 20 by percentage. Losing four positions from last week, from number 11 to number 15, Raise Arcana by Tom Lehman, published by Sandcastle Games with 12,156, 367 more than Cthulhu, and a decline of 4%. Stepping back one spot for the third week in a row, from 11 to 12 to 13 to 14, Brass Birmingham, by Matt Tolman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games with 12,777, 621 more than Ray's Arcana, and a gain of 10%. Switching places with Brass, climbing one spot from 14 to 13, Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 12,000. 844, 67 more than brass, a 15% increase. 
After three consecutive weeks at number 17, vaulting five spots up to number 12, Scythe by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games with 13,036. 192 more than Arkham Horror, a 32% increase, and the highest chart position since January 26th of 2019, when it was number 11. Continuing its back-and-forth motion from 12 to 11 to 12 to 11, Spirit Island by R. Eric Roos, published by Fabled Nexus, with 14,507. That is 1,500 more than Scythe and a 17% increase. Now, the gap between Spirit Island and Scythe is about the same as between Scythe at number 12 and Root at number 17. Well, again, there's only one new entry in the top 10. The one game falling out from 10 to 16, Cthulhu Death May Die. The new game is at number 10, a debut, Rococo, the Deluxe Edition, by Matthias Kramer and Louis and Stefan Maltz, published by Eagle Griffin Games with 15,788, about 1,300 more than Spirit Island and about 2,700 more than last week's number 10. That level for the number 10 game is pretty comparable to what it was two weeks ago. The theme of Rococo has you as the owner of a distinguished tailoring business in uh, the distant past, uh, 17th, 18th century. It's a re-implementation of the original version of Rococo, released in 2013 and currently ranked just outside the top 200 on BoardGameGeek. That version of the game only charted once in the top 10 here on the PageViews edition back in October of 2013. At number nine for the second week in a row, Tapestry by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games with 15,989. 201 more than Rococo, a 20% increase. It's interesting that the first 16 weeks in the top 10 for Tapestry, it spent in the top four, and nine of those weeks at number one, whereas the last five weeks have all been spent at positions nine or 10. After three straight weeks at number seven, sliding back a spot to number eight, Nemesis by Adam Kopinski, published by Awaken Realms and Rebel, with 16,960, almost a thousand more than Tapestry, and a two and a half percent gain. And swapping places with Nemesis after four weeks at number eight, climbing a spot to number seven, Wingspan by Elizabeth Hargrave, published by Stonemeyer Games, with 22,000. 491, 5,500 more than Nemesis, a 38% increase. It had been slowly closing in on Nemesis over the last few weeks, but now just launching way beyond it. 5,500 is about the distance from Nemesis at number 8 down to Root at number 17. At number 6, for the second week in a row, Terraforming Mars 
by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games with 23,316, 825 more than Wingspan, a 16% increase. At number 5 for the second week in a row, Maracaibo by Alexander Feaster, published by Games Up and Capstone Games, with 23,823, 507 more than Terraforming Mars, and also a 16% increase. Actually, it extended its lead by about, by exactly, 86 views over Terraforming Mars. After five consecutive weeks at number one, sliding three spots down to number four, Tainted Grail by Krzysztof Piskorski and Marcin Swierkot, published by Awaken Realms with 25,593, about 1,800 more than Maracaibo, and a decline of 24%. That is the largest decline in the top 20. I don't know what I was looking at earlier when I said Cthulhu had it. Sliding one spot in its second week back in the top 10 from number 2 to number 3, On Mars by Vital Lacerda, published by Eagle Griffin Games, with 27,797, 2,200 more than Tainted Grail, and a decline of 8%. After two weeks at number four, climbing two spots to number two, Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with 28,637, 840 more than On Mars, and a gain of 15% as it notches its 33rd appearance in the number two position and its first one in a couple of months. But taking over the number one spot after two weeks at number three, climbing two spots up to number one to hit that spot for the fourth time, Marvel Champions by Michael Boggs, Nate French, and Caleb Grace, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 29,242, only 605 more than Gloomhaven, and a slight decline of less than 1%. But it's interesting that the, there's a big gap, remember, between Wingspan and Nemesis. The gap was 5,500. Now, the gap between Marvel Champions and Wingspan is only 6,800. 6, so that's actually a pretty competitive top seven positions. Marvel Champions becomes the 22nd different game to spend four or more weeks at number one. It was previously number one for three weeks, right before Tainted Grail spent five weeks at the top. It is, however, the fewest views for a number one, less than 30,000, since Sanctum back on October 26th. Remember last week I mentioned that it was the first time in uh, almost two years that we had eight different games with 10 or more weeks in the top 10. Well, we repeated that mark. It's the second week in a row we've got that. Again, eight games with ten or more weeks. Uh, we swapped out Cthulhu Death May Die. It had nine weeks last week for Rococo in its first week. The other game that hasn't charted more than ten times is On Mars. This is its 
sixth week in the top 10. For Saturday, January 4th, 2020.